You're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Welcome back to Podiatry Marketing. I'm your host, Jim McDonald. Tyson, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, Jim. Good to be here again. I talk more about podiatry marketing and feedback so far to date has been fantastic. So let's keep up the good work. Yeah, we don't want to let those people down that are uh, downloading and listening. That would be a, a total bummer if they just had a, a total dud of an episode. So we're going we're gonna to have an exciting one today. Uh, what are we going to jump into today? Today, we're going to talk about what I call meta-level marketing, which is more about mindset of, of marketing. So when you, when you think about marketing, some people will, will know tactical. Is it like tactical level? And that's like just certain things, whether you're going to should we advertise on Instagram or Facebook or should we do Google ads or newspaper, radio? They're all just tactics. Then you've got strategic level, which is looking at a big picture of what you're planning or what is it you want to achieve through your marketing, through goal setting. But then you've got meta level, which is your mindset. And depending what your mindset is on any given day can have a huge effect over your strategy and also the tactics you use. That makes a lot of sense. I'm really looking forward to checking out these three levels. I think, you, like, you're, like you just said, it, uh, how, how you approach the situation or how you approach these opportunities is almost as important as the actual opportunities themselves. So I, I'm ready to dig in and hear what you have to say on these topics. Well, the best example would be if you have a negative attitude towards marketing. Say you think marketing is evil. Then you, if you keep telling yourself that marketing is evil, then any, every, any form of marketing or advertising you see, you, you will commit yourself that there's an evil message behind what it is that they're saying. And then it'll also stop you from doing any marketing or advertising because you think, well, if all marketing is, is evil, therefore everybody else thinks it's evil. So I can't do anything. And to me, that's like holding you back from building your business because of that really, really like negative belief. And that's just part of your mindset. It's also the same is if you think, oh, every time I do marketing, it fails. Now, if you keep telling yourself that, the first time you try something, it could be a, a tactic that you try and it doesn't work, you'll be going, yep, there you go. Told you, marketing, every time I do marketing, it fails. Or marketing, marketing doesn't work for podiatrists the same way. So I, I don't know if you've heard other people say that before. No, I definitely have heard it. And actually, when I was in practice myself, you know, I think there's that kind of, uh, whether it's true or false, like there's a fallacy to think that like, you just put your head down, you work really hard, and then somehow patients will just show up at your door. I think there is some truth that you can get some word of mouth that way, but unless you're really like going out there um, and making your community and people around where you, you live at, um, your potential patients to know what you do and how you do it, um, you're leaving kind of a lot, a lot, you know, it's a big message that you're just hoping kind of gradually spreads as opposed to really taking action on it. So I think that's not an uncommon thing, especially people in the medical profession right we just we don't not everybody sees themselves like as a uh, a clinic if a clinic owner or a business professional or an entrepreneur some people get some people get into medicine to get away from that yeah but if you're in private practice you really have to make those efforts in order to get that message out there well i find it funny that some people i remember there was a, podi- a local podiatrist in town he won't mention his name and but we were at a an event and there were a group of doctors there and I'm chatting away to him. And I used to do a lot of marketing in town, various forms. Yeah, heaps of sponsorship. So everybody knew the name of my business. And he came up to us and everyone's just having polite conversation. Him and I didn't get along. And he turned around and said, unlike some podiatrists in town, 
I don't need to market myself and wandered off. And all the doctors looked at me and said, I think he's having a go at you. I said, oh, definitely, definitely having a go at me. You go ahead 20 years, his business pretty much wound up and was like next to nothing. And my business was absolutely thriving. So he was wrong. Marketing was really important. But with his attitude towards me and towards marketing, I've seen him over the years try marketing. And it's awful. I've seen him do place ads in newspapers and try radio and every one of them awful because he's got this he's got a really really negative mindset towards what everybody else is doing it's probably towards marketing but just his outlook on life is not really positive so when he's trying to put that together into doing something it's just it's just not working for him yeah you really have to look at the kind of the win-win opportunities when you're you know looking to market yourself and like like you mentioned like you don't have to be perfect right when you get going, but no. uh, you have you have to try to find those areas where you can provide value to a patient and provide value to your practice at the same time. And if you keep on working on those things, iterating, get a little bit better, get a little bit better. Um, like you said, you have to have kind of that win-win or that positive outlook. Otherwise, you know, you're going to be kind of down this negative path, which is not going to benefit yourself, your practice, or your patients. Well, I remember going to a, a marketing event. It was a podiatry marketing event. And I don't know if I've mentioned, have I mentioned Larry to you before? I'm not sure you have. So Larry, Larry was an accountant. And Larry wears Hawaiian shirts. So you usually see him every year when I go to the States at a different event. And I'm there one day at this podiatry thing. And there's a guy sitting there. I started talking to him and he introduced himself as Larry. And then Larry says, oh, I'm an accountant. I said, Larry, what are you doing at a podiatry marketing event? And he said, have you ever gone to an accounting marketing event? And I went, no. He goes, not as much fun. And, and he said, there weren't, there weren't, I don't know if no, there were any that were on. But what he was saying that he learned so much by being outside of his profession and watching what other people were doing. And he went, wow, if that can work for them in podiatry, then it should work for me as an accountant, which is a really positive mindset compared to someone go, oh, it might work for them, but it won't work for me. So you can see a hairdresser doing something and go, and you could point out, look what that hairdresser is doing. That is a brilliant idea. Oh, it could work for them, but it won't work for me. Straight away, that's a negative mindset. And if that's the way that you're viewing what other people are doing, that it's good for them, but not for you, then you'll never be able to open your mind up to the possibilities of it. No, I think that's a that's a great point. Uh, you just have to be keep an open mind and always have that continuous learning, like that driver, that hunger to find something new and just to to learn from all aspects and from all people. I think it's funny because like I actually got into this myself because I had been doing some communications and some writing after I'd stopped clinical practice, and then I was do I happened to find myself in a marketing role at like a you know sports and health technology company. It was when I kind of put that on my LinkedIn that people saw, oh, Jim the podiatrist is now doing marketing at a company. And after a few months of this job, I thought, well, there's a lot. I have a network of podiatrists. There's a lot of people I could be helping with these different topics. And I can see how it's making a difference in this business. Um, I'm, sure, I, I'm sure I can find some ways to apply these learnings like into helping other podiatrists build their practices, see specific types of patients. So it is, like you said, having that growth mindset or that openness about, you know, not just shutting your brain off and say, oh, it can only work this one way um, because life is changing, business is evolving all the time. Well, the best, the, what I love about marketing, and I think this is what got me into it, was you just know when it works. 
Like you've got your business, and I think there's nothing better than all of a sudden you have this like this idea just pops in your head. I wonder if I did this, and then that idea starts bowling around in your head, and then you come up. Oh, but and if I changed it this way, then you might talk to a couple of people about it. Like especially, I had a couple of friends. If I mentioned it to them and said, oh, "That's a terrible idea," then I knew it must have been a good one because <laughs> they didn't have a positive mindset. And then you apply it, and instead of okay, it may not work the first time. But because I always had a really positive mindset, yeah, my, my like meta level was like really good. If it didn't work, I go, okay, why didn't it work? Could I change it slightly? And if I change it, will it work better? So then you would change something. You go, oh, they have a better result. Still not what I wanted. Can I change it a little bit more? And you slowly just keep making these small little changes and tweaks, but also paying attention to what you changed. And, and then eventually all of a sudden you go, bang, you hit on it and it would start working. And then once it worked, you would then just keep keep rolling it out and just keep doing it. But a lot of times, problem because they're so nervous and they don't have a really positive attitude towards things and they do an ad and, oh, it doesn't work. So then they dramatically change it. They change the photo, the text, the font, the headline, uh, the positioning, if it was in the paper, the day that it was run. They make six or seven changes. Then if all of a sudden it works... They don't know what which, what was it that actually made it work. So then it's hard to duplicate the, the next time because it could have been they may look at that ad now and go, it worked because I've done all these changes, but then they run it on a wrong day or the wrong place or the wrong media, wrong platform, and it, it fails miserably. And then they go, oh, and then they get all sad again and get upset and their <laughs> mindset goes back into the toilet. Well, you have to kind of mix, you know, match that message with the audience, right? And like you said, it's it's small iterations over time with that positive, you know, mindset. And you're no one's going to hit a grand slam, you know, like you know, stepping up to the plate the first time. It's going to take some time to learn about these channels, learn about the ins and outs about how they work. You know, maybe you will get lucky, or you will tap onto something early that you can, you know, double down on. Uh, and over time, you will find those wins along the way. But it's, it's really how you approach it and having that positive outlook about, you know, it may not work this time, but I'm going to keep kind of chipping away at it um, and it'll be kind of in a good place, you know, as time goes on. Yeah, and if you're not quite sure what to do is have the positive attitude and the mentality that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay if they want to know about online marketing or doing Google Ads, come and talk to you about it. Or have you do that for them if they want to do do other areas of marketing with the business or they need coaching. Just come and talk to me about it. Don't, yeah, some people, they're, just, they're too afraid to ask for help. And sometimes the help they need is really not so much doing just the marketing, but they need help just to get their, their mindset in, in the right frame of mind. Because they always say, you're, if you have a look at the, the five closest people that you hang around with, then if they're very negative and they don't have a good outlook on life, it's really hard for you to have a positive outlook on life. So you need to bring more positive uh, people in. And someone was talking to me recently, I don't know if I mentioned this before, and they said, if you have a look at, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're having an issue with weight and you're a bit overweight yourself, they said, have a look at the people that you hang around with and are they really fit and healthy or the people you hang around with are a little bit overweight as well. And therefore, you're telling yourself, it's okay to be a little bit chubby. But if I was hanging around you, Jim, I reckon after a couple of weeks, I'd probably lose 10 kilos. <laughs> we, we, we go on a few runs or a few uh, bike rides around uh, Montreal, that's for sure. But uh, I think you touch on a really great point, though. It's like this kind of like 
ask for help or just, you know, ask for like other people's, you know, what, the, what they've done in the past. Cause I think whether mm. it's asking me about Google ads or asking you for some coaching help, whether it's that, that residency mate or that classmate that you haven't talked to in two or three years, like they're only a phone call away or a zoom call away. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes, especially with people that are in solo practice, they get bogged down with taking care of staff, taking care of patients. They got to run to the OR, to the surgery center. Life is very busy. And that half an hour phone call, that, that hour phone call with a colleague, while on the surface, it may seem like, oh, I just don't really have time with that for that. And I, I can kind of handle it. Yeah. But you'd be surprised if you take the initiative to get in touch with that, that residency mate or that classmate you had at you know podiatry school and just have a 30 minute or 60 minute conversation just about practice in general or a specific topic. I think that sharing is, is much, much more needed within our profession and um, will really help people kind of get over that kind of like, oh, I don't really have to. It can sometimes kind of give a boost of that. Um, you know, you, you learn a little nugget from one of your friends and um, you feel like, oh yeah, I can try that now. And it's just, uh, people can kind of build off other people's momentum uh, and sharing is a great way to do that with others. Yeah, I think feeding off of other people's enthusiasm, their motivation, their their positivity is, is great, and connecting with people that you know that are that are positive. But I also think it's it's really important. And Peter Wishney, uh, do you know Peter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know Peter. Yeah, yeah. So Peter, and there was something that he always says when he has his rainmaking day, where he'll block out a certain amount of time in the week to focus on certain parts of his business. And I think it's also really important that okay you're associating with the right people but you've also got to allocate time that you're really well rested to then work on the type of strategy where you want to take your business the type of tactics that you want to use and you do it with a very clear energetic mind and and i equate it to could you imagine a brain surgeon for example just about to do brain surgery really important and it's on your brain <laughs> but before he came into the operation he did it he did a a marathon he just finished doing 42Ks, totally buggered, and it, it took him four and, yeah, four and a half hours to do the marathon, and then he, he doesn't go and slip on his scrubs and then go and perform brain surgery. Because to me, that would not be physically or mentally you're in the right place to be doing brain surgery. And I think that's what happens with people when they're thinking about marketing and all that. They flog themselves silly all day, super tired, and go, oh, now I have to do marketing. And they're doing it when they're really tired and they're not getting the best out of themselves. And that can sometimes play in their mind that goes, oh, okay, I'm no good at marketing. Maybe you are, you're just doing, you're trying to do it at the wrong time. And if you can pick the right time and, and, and do it when your brain has got a lot of energy, then you'll find that, hey, I'm better than what I, I thought. Then you put that on top of that, hanging around the right people straight away, your, your mindset improves. No, I really like that a lot. I think you touched on kind of one of the aspects that, you know, sometimes they're overlooked by people in private practice. It's like the difference between working in your practice versus working on your practice. Yeah. And, you know, no, in no way, like, would we want to go treat a patient? We, you know, haven't, we're, we're super tired. I mean, there's going to be times when we're tired, we have to treat patients, but like, if we can help it, right, we want to have that energy, have that right mindset, and then just really kind of go after those opportunities in an energetic fashion. So I think if you can kind of approach that working on your on your side of the business, you know, as opposed to just working in your business with that same, same level of enthusiasm, energy, um, 
it's going to lead to a lot of success like you talked about. Yeah, well, I've had people approach me and they'll say, oh, Tyson, uh, do you do coaching? <laughs> I always laugh when they ask me that because I'm, it's all over my website. Yes, I do coaching. I mentioned <laughs> it on, on podcasts. I mentioned it on Podiatry Legends. Yes, I do business coaching. But then they go, okay, oh, I, I want to do coaching with you, but I can only do it after hours, like at 7.30 at night. And I said, think, do you think I want to be coaching or doing a coaching call at 7.30 at night? No. And I'm trying to get through to them. You need to take out some time during the day to actually do coaching. Same way you need to take time out during the day to do marketing if you want to do it properly. The reason I don't do coaching at 7.30 at night is because I like to start at 6.30 in the morning. So by the time it gets to 7.30 at night, I'm not going to be at my best I will be tired and I don't think I could give the, the client the best uh, the best of me. So if I know that about myself, then I know they're also going to be tired and they're not going to take in what I'm saying. So that's why you shouldn't be trying to do your marketing. Either do it, get up extra early in the morning and do it then or block out time during the day to do it. Don't try and do it when you're tired because like I said, it's just it ends up spiraling out of control if you're not doing it right and to me that it plays it plays on your on your mind that even if you think you I know I can do better but I'm too tired to do it to me that just wears you down over a period of time yeah I couldn't say it any better I think you're right on the ball you have to have that that energy and the the more energy you have the easier it is to kind of be in a a good state of mind and do great work and then it's a fulfilling it's a fulfilling thing and not so much a drag or a have to it's a it's a want it becomes a want to uh, when you see success and you're feeling like you have the energy to do it. Yeah, and if people are thinking, okay, Tyson, this is all fine. Yes, I need to have a more positive mindset. How do I do that? Well, we've already mentioned, hang around positive people. Keep listening to this podcast because Jim <laughs> and I are funny and uh, we're uplifting. But listen to listen to podcasts that make you feel good after listening to them. Read books that, not, that are not just business books, even though unless you're reading... Uh, <laughs> It's no secret there's money in podiatry. But but read books that are outside of business that are just things that are just going to make you feel better by reading them and yeah, just nourish your, your brain a little bit. So it's audio, reading, watching positive things on TV sometimes can have a massive effect on how you perform the next day. So all the information's out there. You've just got to choose which parts you want to, you want to take in. And just remember... Especially, like I definitely think the people you hang around with. If you are with people and you don't leave feeling uplifted, then change your circle of friends. <laughs> no, for sure. I think and that's family. Great. That's great. And family. Good, good, oh. good luck with that second that second one. But um, there's one I wanted to add on yes. to your list of things to make you feel better. And you know, obviously, I'm the runner and the cyclist. But, oh yes, uh, exercise. I, I, and, and this might sound crazy, and I know that we live in a world of everyone runs or cycles their phone they have headphones in but give yourself a chance to unplug on occasion go if you don't run it's okay not to run just go for a 20 minute or 30 minute walk just like after lunch or before lunch and just let your mind kind of like unwind or let it go where it wants to go try not to like i think during life and during work and in family we have to like really kind of control what we think about and how we act a lot of times. And our, we don't always let ourselves daydream or just let our mind go to different places. Yeah. But you'll be, you'll be amazed. Maybe, maybe for some people it's in the shower, other people it's on a walk. 
but just allow some time during your day just to let ideas bubble up to the surface, whether it's about your practice, about your marketing, sometimes it's your family will be on your mind, but unplug a little bit from all the devices, get out for a half an hour, let your, let your brain just kind of like go, and you'll be surprised. Sometimes you'll have amazingly great ideas, Sometimes you'll have terrible ideas, but it's <laughs> nice to have that freedom just to let your mind do what it wants to do because we're plugged in so many, so much these days. And obviously this is a great podcast. So, you know, if you want to listen to us, maybe that's the one exception, but definitely give yourself a little bit of a chance to unplug and you'll be surprised. Like I said, the ideas and inspiration that will sometimes come along. Yeah. I know Dave Wyman, uh, Dr. Dave, a uh, psychologist, and he said, I think he has two or three times throughout the day he has a dinner's diary 10 minute walk and he walks out of his business and he just goes and walks around the block no headphones on no nothing just leaves his phone behind and just goes for a walk for 10 minutes around the block comes back to work and he reckons he is so mentally refreshed by doing that i'm pretty sure he does it three times a day but i've done the same thing when i'll just go for a walk yeah whether i'm taking the dog or it's just myself and a lot of times I'll have my headphones on and I'm listening to a podcast or music. But there's other times when I just go unplug, take them out, and and I just enjoy the walk. And I remind myself, somebody said once, when you if you be present in the walk that you're doing, what can you smell? What can you hear? What can you feel? And sometimes you just feel the breeze against your skin or you can smell somebody especially if you go in the morning also and someone's cooking toast or it's a late <laughs> afternoon walk and you go, bloody hell, someone's got the smoker on. And you're just, you're taking it and you're listening to the birds or the water that's running down the, the stream that you go over the small bridge. It's surprising when you come back from it how much more relaxed you are and how good you feel. Then having headphones on, you might be listening to a podcast that could, could be uplifting, but sometimes I think it's a great, great point. Just unplug and... Uh, just take in everything that's around you and your own thoughts, which is scary sometimes. If you knew what went on in my yeah. head sometimes, you'd be going, yeah, no, put your headphones on, Tyson. <laughs> well, that, yeah, no, that's a scary thought, but I definitely, I think it's a great place to uh, kind of wrap things yes. up. Is there anything else you want to do uh, to let, let the listeners know about today? No, just just be positive. It It's really a choice. I, I really do believe that every single person has a choice to feel good or feel bad about any situation, doesn't matter what happens, you choose how you react to it. And I just read a really good article on this this morning, as a matter of fact. So I'm gonna post that somewhere. So I will talk to you next week, Jim. Sounds great, Tyson. Bye now. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.